Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... So I am about to bring up your first storyteller who is not me for the evening. Uh, You guys, like I said, you've been an awesome crowd, so I just want you to keep that love and affection and and energy up for all the storytellers you see tonight. Can you guys do that for me? That's what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is like her fourth or fifth time coming to our stage for storytelling. Give it up for Anna Figueroa. (laughs) Keep it going. She's on stage yet. Come on. (laughs) What's crazy is Anna Maria. He got the first name. He learned how to pronounce the first name right, and then he forgets it's Anna Maria, but we'll let that slide. So I'm glad his story was inappropriate because mine is really inappropriate. Um, so, being that the theme of, tima- of tonight is lust, well, my story starts in 2001, and I was 16 years old, and like any teenager, you know, you lust. You see all your friends doing it, you look on TV, you're seeing sex, so I wanted to have sex like everybody else. So, my friends are screwing in the back of cars, screwing when their parents are not home, And the only way I'm even thinking about sex is because I'm reading my grandmother's romance novels at the bottom of her bed. You remember? Yeah, the nasty ones. So anyway, uh, my family, we're from Chicago, but they originated from Cuba. So we had some neighbors that moved in. They were from Puerto Rico. And one of the boys, he was my age. He was also 16. His name was Mateo. So... I thought he was so cute. I loved the way he dressed. I loved his hair. I loved his eyes. I loved the way he talked. So we instantly became friends, even though we both didn't go to the same school. I went to Catholic school, and he went to public school. So we'd hang out. He'd give me hair tips. He told me what outfits would look good on me. We'd talk about the latest, you know, song of MTV back then. I think it was Back That Thing Up. It was on Total Request Live, Carson Daly, like for the fifth time, number one. Don't act like I don't remember that. So, <laughs> so I just loved everything about him. He would talk about, oh, you know, this would look good on you, and you should wear this makeup, this lip gloss. And what I loved about him is his, his appearance was so meticulous. Like, his shoes would match his shirt, his pants. Would, it was just, I guess we call him metrosexual, whatever. Yeah, so as time went on, I kind of formed a little crush on him, and I never had a boyfriend. So we both went to Catholic Church. So one day after service, you know, he looks at me. He was like, I have to ask you something. So I'm like, you know, what is it? He's like, you know what? We should totally date. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yes, we should totally be girlfriend and boyfriend. And so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm Cuban, so I went to my whole little Spanish world. I'm like, oh, my God, I have a novio. I'm so happy. So I'm so excited. I'm like, I have a boyfriend. We're dating. So I go home, and I'm at the table with my dad and my abuela. And so, you know, my dad's like, hey, what's up? And, you know, I tell him in Spanish, tengo novio. And he's like, cuando? I'm like, today. I have a boyfriend. And he's like, who? I was like, Mateo. He said, Mateo Ruiz? Yes. He was like, uh, yeah. He's like, you know what? Date him. This this should be interesting. So, so my abuela just rolls her eyes up in her head, and she's like telling my dad in Spanish, you know, this is not a good idea. He said, no, I want to see how this plays out. So, you know, I'm like, whatever. He's just doubting our love. He doesn't understand. 
So, you know, for a few weeks, you know, we see each other at church. We hold hands. He fixes my hair. I'm okay with that, you know, whatever. And so I'm wondering in my head, I'm like, he's never tried to kiss me. He's never tried to make a move. But I'm like, maybe he's just shy. So finally I'm with my friends. And they're like, you know, we hear you going out with Mateo. I'm like, yeah. They're like, so when you guys are going to do it? And I was like, do what? They're like... Do it. I'm like, oh, sex. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're getting around to that. We will get to that point. So back then, I didn't refer sex as sex. I called it a flower. Yeah. And that's probably why no one ever took my flower, because I would call it that. So finally, a couple weeks went by, so I'm talking to him on the phone. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, nothing. And so I was like, hey, you know what? I was like, we need to consummate our relationship. And he was like, constant. He's like, what does that mean? He was like, you know I go to public school. I'm like, okay, sex. Okay, we need to have sex because everyone is doing it. Apparently, I'm not doing it, okay? I have a flower and I need to get plucked, so let's just do this. So he was like, okay. I was like, so I'm thinking, you know, your parents are going to be away on Friday. I come over and you pluck my petals. And he was like, ah, okay. He's like, okay. He's like, wear something pretty. I was like, yay. So hung up the phone. So now here's Friday. So I do my hair so pretty, wear my lip gloss. I wear those ugly clogged shoes from 2000, 2001. You remember those shoes? Yeah. So I walk over to his house. I knock on his door. Little sister opens the door. I'm like, hey, I'm here for Mateo. And she's like, well, he's not here. So I'm like, when is he getting back? She's like, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I was like, well, I'll just wait here for him. So I'm sitting there waiting, and hours go by, and I'm like, okay, like, it's 9 o'clock, so he's not coming. So finally, I'm like, you know what? Just tell him I came by. I'm going to go home. So now here it is Saturday. He's still a no-call, no-show. So now I'm, like, pissed off. Like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Now he's ditched me. Like, seriously. So finally, here comes Sunday. And so he didn't come to church. So I said, okay, screw that. I'm calling him. So I called him. He picks up the phone. He's like, hey, Anna, what are you doing? I'm like, no, where have you been for two days? And he's like, you know, I've been doing stuff. You know, girl, I get so busy. I'm like too busy to forget you have a girlfriend. And he was like, yeah, about that. He's like, so I have something to tell you. He's like, can you totally be sitting down for this? And so I'm like, why do I need to sit down? He's like, because, you know, this news is going to it's gonna totally fuck your head up. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting. And he's like, okay, and don't rush over here. Start banging on my door like a psycho. I'm like, okay, I won't. He's like, so I went to the movies on Friday, okay, and I went with someone else. And I said, who did you go with? And he says, Clarence. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, you are so such a dirtbag. I'm like, you went out with another girl, and you you forgot about me, and you forgot about me, you forgot about picking my flower, and you just left me there sitting there for hours. He said, okay. He said, stop talking. He said, listen, I went out to a movie with Clarence. I had sex with Clarence. <laughs> Clarence is a boy. Anna, I'm gay. I'm so gay, and I'm surprised you've never noticed it. So I'm like, you can't be gay. You asked me to be your girlfriend. You held my hand. You did my hair. He said, I also never fucked you. So now what? So I'm like, 
so why did you ask to be my boyfriend? He was like, because I needed a beard, hello. I'm like, we're Catholic, my parents are psycho. I was like, sob is your cover. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I love you because you're so sweet. He was like, but baby, your gaydar is so messed up. <laughs> and so I'm like, so hysterical. I'm like, you cheated on me. He's like, I'm gay. We're going back and forth for at least a good 15 minutes. So everything goes quiet on the phone. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, because I just got dumped. He's like, by a gay guy. So, so he's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to pick out my outfit for tomorrow. He's like, well, do you want me to come over and help you? I'm like, yeah, don't you always? <laughs> So, needless to say, he came to help me pick out the outfit. So, we're still friends to this day, and he's happily married to a man, but every time I go home to Chicago, I have to make it very known to his husband, I was his first, not his first screw, but his first girlfriend before you came around, so just understand this. So, now because of this theme, I realized I'd blocked this out for many years, and now I know why. So that is my story about lust. <laughs> if you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.